Hey guys, Gilbert Abraham here from AGM, also your host for the Small Biz Tips Podcast. I have my good friend Chris Dreyer. He's going to talk about how he grew his business to seven figure by niching down on a specific industry. He did such a good job. He actually got into the Inc. 5000 list of one of the fastest growing companies in America. So check it out. Grab some notes. Hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jubair Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections. I am here with my friend, Chris. How are you today, sir? I'm doing awesome. Great to be here. Thank you for having coming to this event, uh, my little podcast here. I'm excited to have you. Now, tell us more about you because, you know, I think what you're doing is amazing. And I want our Thank audience you. to learn more about, you know, what you do, you know, you itself. How'd you get into this? <laughs> so... We help, so my, my business, we help mm-hmm. personal injury law firms with SEO. So that's all we do. We are, we are both vertically specialized and horizontally with, with SEO. So we are hyper niched. Uh, it took a while to get there and I can go, go through that. But yeah. basically how I got started in this, I, w- I have a history education degree. Wow. And I was, thinking, <laughs> I was sitting in a detention room. Uh, with some with some students uh, after school uh-huh. and they were doing their homework and I, I had this position and I, I just googled how to make money online I know wow. it's, it's it's that cheesy. <laughs> I and, love it. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah I found Ed Dale's 30-day challenge internet marketing mm-hmm. and by the end of my second year teaching I had about a hundred affiliate sites so wow. I was a big time affiliate marketer uh, before jumping into consulting that's amazing. So wait, while you in detention, what did you do to get in detention? <laughs> I, I was uh, I was a teacher, so these these kids would get in trouble. You know, they would uh, not do their homework. They would yell at <laughs> the teacher, whatever. They'd be, get sent to the, the detention after school, so they'd have to stay. You know, helping them. Hour. Oh man! Well, guess what? It pays off, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Um, I had so much downtime because you know there wouldn't there wasn't very many people in the class and. Yeah. And uh, I wanted it to be productive instead of just searching, you know, looking at ESPN and, and you know, just Facebook all day. So <laughs> I use that time to, to be productive. I think that's really smart. Now, I, I got a couple questions here for you, right? You, you said you're very niche I, because, you know, I have a niche. We specialize on LinkedIn, but sometimes that's not niche enough. Like, how do you go by SEO, which is already niche, to now zoom in on, on just one type of attorneys? You know, what, what was that click in your head that you was like, you know, this is something we can focus on. Yeah. So, so I've kind of had a journey with niching. Mm. Um, when, when I launched my agency, it was attorneyrankings.org and we okay. were full service for legal. And the first few years, um, that's what we did. We, we took on, we were hustling, right? We yeah. would take on any digital project, but, but what we found was, you know, my passion just from my background and my team's passion was SEO. So um, the first thing that we did was, and we had a decent sized book of business for PPC and we were just referred all of it out. Existing clients, not, not just leads, existing clients. And 
that was a little painful, but it allowed us to focus more on SEO and design at the yeah. time and, you know, focus on those processes, those training, hiring the right people. And, you know, it's funny, there's a little plaque up here. You can't see it. It's a Vistage plaque. I was in Vistage for three years. Mm. And when I went to my business review, they were like, you need to, you need to knit, you need to go to other uh, other areas, you need to work with physicians, you need to work with home services. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I do. So I bought rankings.io. That's our current domain. Yeah. And we opened up two more verticals, we physicians and home services. And what I found, and we got some decent clients, we work yeah. with some companies, but I found that it kind of stunted our growth because it, it everything took longer. We had to make more processes for other mm -hmm. verticals. We had to um the sales cycle, the sales process was different. Just our copy and, and our messaging yeah. was different. It was a little off. So it kind of stunted us a little bit. So huh. I reversed back to, and we niched down to just law firm SEO. And at the end of 2018, yeah, I looked at our revenue. I, I put together graphs and I found 70% of our revenue was from personal injury. Wow. From less than 50% of our clientele. So I just, I knew that that was the right move. And I, I just went all in for personal injury SEO. That's amazing. Uh, uh, now, with that, because you mentioned you had a couple challenges in the road and you mentioned you were part of Vistage. For folks that don't know, Vistage is a peer to be advisory group where you have um, different business owners and they're able to help you with your business by sharing advice and so forth. Now, what would you say was like the biggest challenge once you made that focus and that shift to just personal injury attorney? So I wouldn't say there was a ton of challenges there, right? We had to get our messaging on point. So uh, we worked with the professional copywriter, Joel Kletke. Okay. Um, business casual copywriting. He also has owns case study buddy. He is the stud, the guy <laughs> for digital marketing copywriting. Uh, I don't get any money saying that. He just <laughs> best in business. He helped us with that. You know, we talked to our clients. Um, it actually was easier, mm. surprisingly. So I wouldn't say the challenges for niching were were there because it's easier to refer out, right? There's no gotcha. threat of poaching. It's easier to receive leads yeah. because they aren't threatened by poaching. Uh, it's easier to connect to individuals in the same space. It's there's so many advantages. I know exactly the firms that we want to work with in, in most yeah. of the major cities. So you can, instead of just throwing your marketing out there and saying, Oh, I hope I get somebody. Well, I was throwing it at all the law firms. And then I was, now it's like throwing it right at, you know, the ideal customer. But that's interesting. You said that because you know, like I have a small agency, I have clients all over the world. Right. But they're all from different industry. So yeah. it, it's, it become, it could be challenging at time because, you know, you, you get this different lesson and you're trying to zoom in, but you say now that you know exactly who you want to work with, that means that you're saying no to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, we're saying no to a ton. And because we have to say so much, mm -hmm. say no so much, we, we get all these leads and we can, we can identify the best person for their needs. And it could be, it could be a variety of things and it sets up situations for reciprocity. 
So if yeah. we start sending leads to, let's say, a pay-per-click agency that only does pay-per-click, yeah, they want to send us leads because they want to continue to get leads from us. Um, so it's, there's a lot of benefits to, to non-client-based referrals the, you know, for strategic partners. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of challenges, I would say the biggest challenge for, for our agency was over-hiring. Uh, I huh. think everyone learns that lesson. They kind of get the slap on the wrist. Um, we're a little too aggressive around 2017 with hiring. And um, how many folks you had? We so at at that time, I mean, we ramped up to about 20. We're, we actually have less yeah. uh, employees now. We we've got 17 full time employees, and we work with. And the reason that number's smaller at our size because we're about. $4.8 million nice. uh, run rate right now. And the reason is because we work with strategic partners. Yeah. So like our content production, we work with Verblio, who supplies us uh, account manager, three licensed attorney editors, and about a pool of 70 writers. Wow. So it helps offset you know, the in-house types of costs. Let's talk about that, because I think you mentioned something here about strategic partnership, right? A lot of business owners sometimes kind of scared to move that strategic partnership way. They're like, well, this person might be a competitor. I want to do everything in-house. But you kind of embrace it, and that kind of helped with the overall goal for the organization. So how did you yeah. determine, okay, I want to have this person as our strategic partner that only handled this? You know, how did that come about? It's a great question. So a lot of times people get into trouble, especially when they're doing project work. So now yeah, when we're yeah. doing SEO work, it's more consistent, reliable, because we have these retainers. But if you're doing project work like design and you don't have uh, you know, back-end maintenance and, and you know, that recurring income, kind of have these ebb and flows. Mm -hmm. And that, if you have a bunch of staff, that means your, your utilization and the amount of work that you need will go up and down. Yep. So it, it's sometimes difficult to carry people. And when you work with a strategic partner for production, it's it's their responsibility to to cover that that utilization and those ramping up and down. And you know, for us, let's talk about content specifically. If I was going to hire, do the content route, yeah, it would be continuous hiring. It would be a whole different yeah. set of issues for processes. And whereas they can continue to, to hire because their writers are not writing for just our agency. They're writing for other businesses mm -hmm. and other firms. And because they have 70 writers, the turnaround time is faster. If I, you know, if I hired three or four full-time employees <laughs> to try to cover our bandwidth, um, it would take the whole month where I can get content back in a couple of weeks because they have so many more writers than we do. Mm. Wow. You couldn't do that with freelancers or, you know, yeah, have your subcontractors. It's tougher because, you know, sometimes freelancer is great, but then, you know, they might be working with bigger projects and <laughs> you yeah. become, you're no longer top of mind, but having yeah. a full firm, that's fantastic. Now you, you, you have the Inc 5,000, um, you know, list and yeah, I could see the sign in the back of your picture, which I think that's pretty awesome. Now tell us more about that. You know, I think that's, that's a big honor to make that list. What would you say was the biggest you know, factor beside the niching, which I think is amazing, that got you on that list. So process, uh, process documentation is huge, right? So 
most owners, including myself, are a technician first. So I was an yeah. SEO specialist, a technician first. And I have all this knowledge <laughs> in my brain about SEO. And it's kind of unpacking that into processes so that other individuals can do those tasks for you. Mm -hmm. So process creation, process documentation. Um, I, I hate to be kind of cliche, continuous improvement. So it's just always looking at things and continuously improving. You know, I've got a book right here. This is a, yes. I wish I would have started. Yes. Oh my God. I'm reading this book right now, my friend. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's like mind blowing. I think traction, I'm guessing, you know, that it's part of the EOS um, system, right? So yeah, we are, <laughs> we are fully EOS everything so we don't want to share that what that means because some people may not know what eos is yeah so it's basically a business framework it's a mm -hmm. simplified business framework and I'm, i may miss a few here but it's it's uh, your vision it's mm -hmm. communicating your vision to your team it's data so a lot of times when people look at data they look at uh, what i would call lagging indicators yeah like what happened at the end where we look at leading indicators on a weekly basis. So a leading indicator for SEO, let's get yeah. really in the weeds here. So if you're most of the time for SEO, people look at keyword rankings at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Well, that's too late. You, it are, a month already occurred. That's a lagging indicator. We look at, let's say, AREF's traffic value on a weekly mm -hmm. basis. So we can see the increase and decrease more quickly. And if an algorithm hits, we can react faster. faster. Um, you could also look at utilization for hours. You could look at accounts receivable, your cash, all those things you could look at on a weekly to predict outcomes. So vision and data. There's also um, your traction. So yes. that's, you know, tying goals into a cadence. So, you know, where you may have a year goal that's broken down into quarterly 90 day rocks. Yeah. And then you, you weekly have a daily. weekly meeting. <laughs> um, people so it's analyzing your people so that's making sure you have the right people in the right seats mm -hmm. you know, if you're a if you're a baseball manager you couldn't put your catcher in as a, a center fielder most of the time wow right yeah they, they could be a great catcher but they're not going to be a great center fielder so you want your people in the right seats that's and that's uh, you, you're giving so much value yeah. here. It's it's amazing. Now I'm thinking, right? You said having the right people in the right seat. You know that's extremely important. Can you elaborate? How do you go about hiring the right people? Because sometimes you know you think you have the right people. They're great at interviewing, but then when they come in the door, you know it, it's not the same. <laughs> what what's the saying? Hire slowly, fire quickly. Yeah, it's. I would say it's the most draining as an owner when you have to let someone go because yeah. a lot of times that was no matter what it's it's your fault right mm -hmm. you hired the wrong person and you didn't identify those signs and now you have to let them go our you know we have i wouldn't say that our process is a hundred percent dialed in but i'll kind of tell you a little bit about it so when we put out our job listings yeah we collect like if we did one on indeed we're going to get a thousand resumes I don't even look at the resumes. The first thing that I do is I test for uh, knowledge. So we'll put them through a quiz uh -huh. and we only send the individuals that pass to a 
video 10 minute interview on spark hire it's a platform yeah and this is like that that first interview you know it, it's i can log in i can watch their watch these individuals answer questions and there's some questions that fast fail people mm -hmm. um, and if they get them wrong they're just out <laughs> um before i speak to them and then you know once we check references go through the whole process yeah. We put them on like a, almost like a trial, a 30 to 60 day trial in their position. And we don't give them the full benefits and the full offer until after that period. Wow, that's fantastic. That is useful because, you know, as owners and entrepreneurs, some of us are hiring two, 10, 15 people, getting to go to that trial period. And no, now they know they're in a trial period, they have to perform for them to stay but also it helps us understand them better to see if they're the right fit for the business. Yeah, and I, I would speak specifically to Spark Hire. I know I'm throwing out a lot of tools and stuff here. That's Spark good. Spark <laughs> Hire is a platform that people log into to do like video conference interviews. Yeah. And the reason I love it is because when I do in-person interviews or I do them on the phone, I can't remember who I talk to. Mm. No matter how good of notes I take, I'm like, was it this guy that was great at... <laughs> I can never remember, but I can just pop in and watch the video real quick and it's all, oh, they're, yeah, that's them. They had this answer to this and um, gotcha. so it really helps me. So if I interview someone and maybe they're not the right fit for the role that we're hiring for, um, but I can make a little note that says, man, this person would be a great account manager when we need one. And gotcha. I already have like a recruiting list, list. that's starting fresh every time. Then, then you could just follow up with that list and then that saves you a lot of time. Wow. Yeah. It's so much value here. Um, so one question for you, right? What is one tip you would like to share with any entrepreneurs who want to grow their business to seven figure or past that? Because you know, you've done it and, and, <laughs> and now you're in a one rate to four, right? So what would you say is that one big tip that anybody would need to do to get to that level? I got one for you. All right. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna first I'm gonna kind of lead to it at the end. I'm gonna say, Matt, you know, think about you're hungry, you wanna go uh -huh. get some food. How many fast food restaurants are there? A hundred near yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. A ton. They all charging five bucks a, <laughs> a happy meal, you know? And then imagine you want a good steak. Mm -hmm. How many competitors are there for the good steak restaurant? And five. Mm -hmm. Well, the amount for the steak is much higher, and they have less competition than the the commodity that everything offers. So, what I'm kind of leading to is everyone that's charging for SEO these yeah. three to five thousand dollar a month are all in competition with each other. Everyone charging these low prices. The race yeah. at the bottom. Problem with the race at the bottom is you just might win. Except to quote. <laughs> The best thing I can tell you is raise your prices. Wow. Because you'll have less competition, better opportunity to get results, mm. better margins, and you'll be competing in a lot less, um, you'll have a lot less competition. Wow. Chris, this was fantastic. What are the best way can anyone reach you? Because I think what you're doing is amazing, especially for attorneys. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. So find me on LinkedIn. I don't know the exact URL, <laughs> but it's just Chris Dreyer. And then you can go to our website, rankings.io. And if you need to email me directly, I will respond to all emails. Just awesome. Chris at rankings.io.
All right, guys, rankings.io. Definitely check out Chris. He's an amazing guy. He's killing it. Uh, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate this. And have an amazing day, everyone. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.